It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. Don't even try looking up another one. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week, I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, buddy. How you doing? You don't have, you don't have the energy for it because you've uh, we've dedicated all of our energy this week to starting our new podcast, Pope and Change. Hosted by the two of us and our favorite president, Barack Hussein Obama. And we do use his middle name every week because it does matter. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah we're, we needed to get an outside uh, secret Muslim's perspective on, uh, on Catholicism. And we had to pay him a lot of money uh, to get him away yeah. from Bruce Springsteen. Well, we had to outbid Spotify. But, you know, we did it on credit because we've got all this Patreon money yeah. that's going to be coming in soon. So for a million dollars a month, you can listen to Pope and Change. And I think that's a fair number, honestly. Yeah. Look, we gotta get we gotta prime away from Bruce Springsteen. That's that's not cheap. And they just paid him like five hundred million dollars to be on Spotify. What is their podcast called, actually? Not as good uh, as Pope and Change. Yeah, uh, it's called something like Rock on Tours or something like that. Call it's uh, Caller Daddy Two Presidential <laughs> Edition. That's very good. Uh, okay, so the, the the week we had, we watched two episodes of our favorite program, Survivor, and it was very good. Uh, we did not watch any... Did you watch any Barack Hussein Obama content? No, I didn't. God damn. I was too busy watching Survivor. Not even his uh, vice president's speech about the big day, January 6th, 2020. No, I... Uh, I did watch the uh, introduction of the cast of Hamilton. Oh, did you watch that? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I saw the clip of it because I didn't believe... I thought it was a joke that someone made, and then the clip <laughs> showed up on my Twitter feed, and I was like, oh, they did that, okay. The sad thing about Twitter is there are very few jokes anymore. It's all just Are we going to do this reality. every year? Are we going to... Are we going to do the January 6th? Are we going to do, like, a 9-11 thing every year for it? Yeah. Because, like, they know that, like, way less people died, right? Yeah, uh, but it's bad because cops died this time. Well, and also the, it was the potential death of our institutions, which mm, is worth uh, many thousands of people. It's so, it's so sad. It, well, the thing is, like, liberals missed out on getting to be, like, they didn't get to be as deranged. They were on their back foot for 9-11. <laughs> Uh, so, like, they're really leaning into it this time, because, like, this is their 9-11. This really is their 9-11. Our 9-11, of course, is in May. We've already discussed it last May. Can't wait for 9-11 in May this year. Thomas, what are you doing for 9-11 in May this year? Oh, boy. Um, I... Well, I've got my sights set on a few buildings, and, uh... <laughs> I'll probably just uh, low-key, probably just uh, grill or something. That's really cool. That's really fucking cool, man. Um, I'm probably going to be watching Survivor, to be honest. And with that, I have to ask you, Thomas, did you watch Survivor Palau last night? Uh, I did. Uh, one one more 9-11 uh, and major real quick. Okay. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams, but it can cook a really delicious steak. Okay. Could have saved that one for May, but I guess, you know, got to get them yeah. out early. Uh, of course, the first episode of this season, as we discussed last week, was This Has Never Happened Before. Uh, so we're also doing something that has never happened before, and that is changing the music up one week in. <laughs> last week we did yeah. we did uh, The Worst Band in the World by 10CC to intro the show. Thomas, why did we pick that song? Uh, because it's the 10th season and the band is 10CC. Get it? It's the 10th C season. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and then we went out with The Islands by The XX. Um, why, did, why did we do that one, Thomas? Because Thomas uh, uh, Palau is an island, and also it is the X season of Survivor. Roman numerals. Uh, check it out. Really good shit. Now we are doing the song. It's called Palau by German DJ. Fuck off. Thomas, tell me why. Why did we pick this I song? I had actually heard of... I had actually heard of Fuck Off before. Um, yeah, because you're a cool guy and, who knows uh, all about music. Yeah, you know me, uh, Forrest fam. I'm always out there, uh, uh, you know, at the EDM shows. But um, mm -hmm. it's it's one of the only songs named after the island of Palau. So. Yeah. Uh, w there are several songs that are like, oh, here's a list of islands. Um, we don't. We try to avoid those songs because that seems cheap. We scour Spotify... 
Yeah, not like the other song that we picked for this, which is not cheap in any way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we definitely didn't shoehorn it in because we like the song. Well, you know, uh, we you have to stay tuned Ed, to find out what song we picked, but here's a hint. It is the 10th season. Uh, and remember... And it's also the second... It is. This is a repeat band. We've used this band before. Oh, really? Yeah, we used it for Edge of Extinction. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, so that's another hint. Um, but you're going to have to... One of my favorite bands. Oh, that's cool. One of my favorite bands is Radiohead. We've never found a reason to use them, but maybe in the future we will. Yeah, we got We really got to really work on gotta that. We really got to get a Radiohead song in here sometime. Um, so that's, that's coming up. Uh, the first episode we watched this week, though, was called Dangerous Creatures and Horrible Setbacks. What do you think of that title, Thomas? Pretty good. Did anyone actually say that? Nope. They, uh, apparently this season they're not doing that. Um, but I would agree. A pretty good title. This first aired March 3rd, 2005. How old would you have been March 3rd, 2005, Thomas? Jake, I would have been 13 years old. <clears throat> I would have also been 13 years old. What fun is that? Last week's episode received... Not for long, though. That's right. That's right. That's right. Last week's episode received 21.64 million viewers. How many viewers do you think this week's episode re- received, Thomas? I'm going to say they rebound a little bit. I'm going to say 21.75 million you're getting so close buddy it was 28.8 no sorry 21.8 million okay i was gonna say what the fuck (laughs) misspoke sorry 21.8 you were 0.5 off 0.05 off so just think about it 21.8 million this week's uh at Oolong, they complain about Jeff's prodding about Kim and Jeff's relationship. Do you think Jeff was prodding about their relationship because he was like, I'm the only Jeff here? Yeah, get him out of here. Get him out. We don't There's like only room it. for one Jeff on this island. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee Tim Robinson is upset that they're hooking up because women, you know? He did another Tim. It's funny. We've we've. There's been a lot of talking about talking about Tim on here. But, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> another he, Patreon he show we basically... Do. He basically did the uh, the the party sketch thing where he's staring at Barry really intensely across the party <laughs> at Jeff and Kim. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to embarrass him. Yeah. Uh, it's like they're nothing. She's basically nothing. Um, Tennessee Tim Robinson has some views that uh, would get him canceled in 2022. Yeah, he's like weirdly upbeat about it though. There's one point later in this episode where it was like it was kind of, he said something kind of offensive but like in a way that didn't really like it didn't hit that way. <laughs> mhm. Uh so Tennessee Tim Robinson wants to take out Kim because uh she's hooking up with Jeff, I guess. Honestly, fair. Fair reasoning. You can't have two people in a vote. Impossible. In proper one person, one vote, like America, and if democracy dies, we all die. Yeah, that's why uh, we've uh, we've commissioned the cast of Hamilton to sing a song about this season of Survivor. <laughs> Did you know that apparently the performance of that song was for some other thing, and the only part of it that was special for the January 6th thing was just the message from Lin-Manuel Miranda? That's cool. That's really cool. What if what if we cut together a bunch of like you just recut that Lin Manuel Miranda thing? You did like a YouTube poop cut of him talking about Survivor, <laughs> and then played the same song. That'd be really cool and something we should definitely do. Uh, so over on Karor, there's some bad rain, so they have to repair the shelter. And Karen is annoyed by Katie and confronts her about it. I guess. I don't know. This was nuts. <laughs> Tell me about it. But actually, tell me about it. I didn't take any notes about it. She basically was... It was one of those things where, like, there... I think Katie said, like, there was maybe some 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 bad vibes between them, and Katie said one thing offhandedly that warranted getting screamed at for 30 minutes. That's cool. That's really cool that that happened. I... It's a thing where, like, I she might be right that Katie was being shitty to her, but this was a ridiculous overreaction. <laughs> I tend to like Karen. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I don't have a problem with her, but I think it's probably not a good idea 
to uh, scream at someone over <laughs> some really petty bullshit, like, right to start. I don't know that that's a smart move. Sure. Um... Okay, what did you think of this first reward challenge we saw this week? They had to collect a life ring and bring it back to their post, and they, they won a sewing kit. Yeah, this was the one where Jeff kept talking about how many backpacks people were wearing, right? Uh, no. Uh, oh, that was the next That was episode, the next one, it? I think, yeah. Uh, this was the one where they had to uh, go swim out, and I don't know. This seemed like a... Of all the challenges we watched this week, the least memorable one. Yeah, I, I the fact that I thought it was a different one is probably a good indicator of that. Yeah, I'm like looking over my notes and being like, I don't really remember what happened in this one. Uh, I do, I did write down though uh, when the tribes came up to Jeff, he said, "Hopefully, this reward will fix the way you look." He has been so rude this season. He's really... We got, like, mean Jeff this season. I thought we got mean Jeff for Gabon, but that was nothing compared mm. to this. Yeah, I don't know why he's so upset with all of them. Um, oh, this is the one... They had to They had to swim out and get the... The... The buoy, or the life ring, and had to, like, fight over it in the water and bring it back to their respective posts. Because, remember, Tom put it around his body... Uh, and it backfired. Yeah, okay, I, I do remember that. Jeff was. I will say, let's try not to dwell too much on what this challenge was because we talked about popes for fifteen minutes. That was. We gotta keep the, we gotta keep this shit moving. I mean, that was before we started the actual episode. But I'm just saying for my own, for like, I got places to be. Okay, Thomas. Okay, so uh, Steph puts uh, scores for Oolong. Also, Angie goes on a drowning and dunking clinic. Oh, that's that's fun. Uh, oh yeah, I did like uh, to, to contradict my own uh, demands that I just made, I did like that before this challenge started, this was the one where Jeff was like going in the water, splashing splashing, <laughs> and he just says like ten different versions of it So Oolong wins this challenge, and that's very exciting for them They look through their sewing kit and then Bobby John goes spear fishing uh, That's great What do you think of Bobby John? We haven't talked much about him yet. Uh, I don't know. He he seems all right. I don't have too much of an opinion about him. He seems like he should be better in challenges, and he's not, and he has acknowledged this, so yeah. I respect him for that. Sure. Uh, over on Karor, they hunt snakes and then hang hang them up. Uh, oh, to, to, to use this bait for uh, shark, and then they try to catch a shark, um, but it, it doesn't work. They just threw sticks at this shark. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I can't believe that didn't work out for them. I don't know why it didn't. Uh, imagine the shark being like, "Hey, stop it, guys! Cut that out!" I'm just trying to eat Come over on. here. Uh, over on Oolong, Jeff hurts his ankle in the middle of the night, rolling it on a coconut. Uh, Bob John makes himself some shorts, and then they go to the immunity challenge, which is the one I think you were talking about earlier, where they try to catch the other tribe while running around a track carrying a bunch of weight. This is a good challenge. I like this challenge. This was a good challenge. This was the backpack one, right? This was the backpack one. Uh, Jeff drops out immediately. It sounded like, it, the way that Jeff was talking about it, because he'd be like, so-and-so wearing three backpacks now, it sounded like he was, like, roasting their fit. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely was. He loved to talk shit about all the contestants. It's fun for him, and it's fun for us to watch. Uh, Jeff, Jeff is a born hater. He loves it. He really is. Haters wanted. Jeff drops out immediately to hopefully help Oolong. Uh, it doesn't work. Karor still wins. What a surprise. Karor wins another immunity challenge. Yeah. <laughs> is this going to be a theme of the early part of the season? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, certainly not Watch me. Watch this space. <laughs> uh, over at Oolong, Jeff just tells them to take him out. Um, that's, I mean, honestly, fair. <laughs> like, what... Like, he recognizes that he can't do anything to help them, so he's like, Yeah, well. it was the right move for him, and I like that everyone else recognized it but was sad about it because, yeah. you know, if he was healthy, he's the last guy you'd want to vote out right now. Yeah. Um, Abraham, Abraham claims that if they'd had Jeff, they would have won the challenge. Um, Jeff Probst says to Jeff whatever his last name is, Jeff, you have the weirdest look on your face. And then that Jeff says, you know, Jeff, too many, like we said last week, too many Jeffs. I don't like it. It really bothered me. Uh, so, yeah, they got they got to, they really, I mean, thankfully they did, yeah. but they really needed to like, they got to, 
they got to write some of these Jeffs off. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, not probes, gets voted out four to two to one. Um, and honestly, happy to see it happen. Now there's only one Jeff, as it should be. The one true Jeff. Mm-hmm. The other Jeffs were excommunicated. <laughs> the anti-Jeffs. Uh, okay, <laughs> the anti-Jeffs. Yeah, that was him, uh, because he broke immediately, and our Jeff will never break. He will always be on our television screens. Our Jeff. That's how. We, that's what we call yeah. him. Uh, the second episode we watched this week was called Sumo at Sea. What do you think of this episode title? Uh, pretty good, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I think that every every episode title is graded on a curve because they made them up, which is a form of lying. So yeah, I don't know don't that I really like that. that. First aired on March 10th, 2005. How old would you have been March 10th, 2005, Thomas? Jake, I would have been 13 years old. I also would have been 13 years old. Uh, the previous episode we watched received 21.8 million viewers. Uh just barely getting more than the previous episode. How many viewers do you think this one got? I'm going to say a cool 22 mil. I think every America was relieved. They were confused by the number of Jeffs, and now uh, nature was uh, returning to uh, you know natural state. Um, I will have you know, in fact, people were like, finally, the appropriate amount of Jeffs. I will continue watching. This week also received 21.8 million viewers. People were like, good, I feel good about my choices. Mm-hmm. I will continue to watch, and uh, they didn't attract any more viewers. The rest of America was too turned off by the number of Jeffs, so they didn't even think they didn't about even watching try it. it. They were like, I can't, I can't, it's too confusing. There's a guy named Jeff, and there's another guy named Jeff? Like, how do they expect me to keep track of all these mm-hmm. people? It is difficult, but we figured it out. Uh, over on Oolong, everybody is sad that Jeff had to go... Uh, and they are surprised by how few people are left on their tribe. And James says they're not going to tribal council again. James. He might as well have said he was... There were multiple times here where James basically said he was confident. He didn't yeah. say it, but it was about the confidence he wasn't saying. Yeah. I'm always looking out for people saying they're confident. Um, and I, there was somebody this week uh, that said it. And I was like, hmm? That's nerve I do feel bad for James because honestly, with the way they performed, he was right to be confident. Yeah, they did really good. Uh, over at Karork, Tremail tells them to pick a representative. It's between Tom and Ian, but Kobe is upset that he's not considered. I don't, I mean, Kobe, I'm sorry. You know, just didn't speak loud enough. You know, he kept saying, oh, I kept speaking up, but clearly not loud enough, you know? I don't feel bad for him. Sorry, Kobe. I don't know what to tell you. You, yeah, I didn't really have much of an opinion either way here. Yeah. No Shaq, I'll tell you that much. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Loudest guy in the room, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, over on Oolong, nobody wants to be the representative. So they instead just go fishing. This is the like possibly one of the worst tribes I've ever seen. Like Nobody wants yeah, to do anything. No, there's no direction to this tribe. It's fantastic. The, 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 this is a failed democratic experiment. Mm, mm-hmm. Not like America, which has always been successful, and we love it. Okay, so then we go back over to Kroor, and uh, there's a Home Depot boat with Jeff Probst on board. This was one of the funniest things that I've ever seen in any show. And definitely one of the funniest things that I've ever seen on Survivor. Yeah. I was crying laughing when I saw it show up. It's so It wasn't funny. just, it was one thing for the cabinet to have Home Depot on it. The fact that the boat also had, it's like, look, just in case you weren't aware, this is a fucking Home Depot episode. Yeah. Thank you to sponsor like, what Home Depot. Gene Hackman was also, what if Gene Hackman was also on the boat and he was like, they paid me $10 million to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Just to tell you to shop at the Home Depot. Uh, yeah. So Jeff tells Ian that they'll be building a bathroom thanks to the Home Depot tool shed. Uh, and the winner of the next challenge... Jeff will take a shit in each bathroom and he'll determine which is the superior one. <laughs> Jeff is taking two laxatives today. Uh, the winner of yeah. this challenge gets the entire construction department of Survivor to build them a new shelter. How is that fair to the other tribe? Ridiculous. Absolutely. It is, one, a ridiculous concept for a challenge. Two, an unbelievably slanted reward. Like, how are you going to do this to the other team? Yeah. Like, what? 
like, why not just be like, oh, the construction crew will come in and, like, make your bathroom better. Like, put actual... They might as well have been, like, every... The team that wins will get to eat the Survivor Ponderosa food for the rest of the season. Yeah. Well, we're going to bring you beds and pillows and, uh... Yeah, they're going to get to stay in a resort (laughs) for the rest of the season. There is a season, I think it's somewhere in the 20s, uh... Maybe it's maybe it's in the teens. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but where the the gimmick was the haves versus the have-nots. So one camp was really nice, and the other was a piece of shit. And guess what? The camp that was a piece of shit did really bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I it. can't believe that. That's like the most American thing, where it's like, oh, man, we uh, the the rich tribe seems to be doing well. I wonder why that is. <laughs> Probably because they're more virtuous. <laughs> The other team should probably just pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, we gave them boots. Uh, yeah. So Jeff then uh, takes the home deep boat over to the Oolong camp uh, and finds some fishing in the middle of the ocean, cuts them off, and he gets very upset that they haven't picked a representative yet. <laughs> Jeff is, like, so fucking angry all the time this season. He He's hates them If you had told me there was one season we watched where he was near quitting because of it, I would, and, like, you didn't tell me which one, I would have guessed this one and not Gabon. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> he seems like he hates being there. He really does. He's so frustrated with Oolong, especially. Uh, James has finally elected their representative, and he picks out all of the, the tools. Um... Over on Karor, Tom is leading them in the shelter building. Willard calls Tom their tribe's motor. Uh, so that's that's good. I like I like that. Uh, Karen <laughs> Karen then makes fun of everybody fawning over Tom. That was also very funny. Yeah, I mean, deservedly so. Like, was Karen the one that was really going after Tom because they picked the wrong island? Oh, um, I don't remember. I I wouldn't be surprised though. It's funny. The thing with it, like, I understand that because, like, they did kind of just default to, like, I, I, I think it must be frustrating to be, like, an assertive woman and just have it be like, well, the, he's a guy and he's strong, so yeah. he's going to be the leader or whatever. But, like, also, Tom's not a bad leader. Like, yeah. I think he's done a pretty good job. He's done a very good job. He, so, so, you know, it, 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 as with all things, I see both sides. <laughs> Um, do you think he's done a good enough job so far to give him a million dollars? Not so far, but he's got plenty of time to build that resume. Sure. He was kicking, he was kicking ass in the, uh, in the, um, the immunity challenge. So you got to give him that. Yeah. Who would you, four episodes in, give the million dollars to? Tennessee Tim Robinson? You love everything he said? Probably Ibrahim. I don't know. He just seems nice. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Uh, he seems nice. I, I don't have a bad word to say about the guy. For sure. Over on Oolong, James leads the construction of their new uh, bathroom. <laughs> I wrote shelter in my notes and then realized, oh, they're not making a shelter. They're literally just making a bathroom. Which, honestly... If I were if I were taking point on the bathroom building thing, I would be like, we're going to stress test this. Everyone take a shit yeah. in this. Everybody please shit in this hole we've created. Um... I think they should do this challenge every year, honestly. It's so good. I Yeah. Even if you can't, like, they should have a different hardware store sponsor every year. And then maybe Charmin can sponsor it. Yeah. Bed Bath & Beyond is sponsoring the The Bears the will be on the boat. And yeah, I need to hear Jeff talk about people enjoying the go. I really hope that doesn't happen. If, if Survivor 42 comes back and the fucking Charmin Bears are sponsoring it, I'm canceling the show. Not this show. We're going to still do this show. We'll <laughs> the talk show about is it. hosted by the Charmin Bears. I would be so Jeff's mad. gone. I would be They're so They're all talking about bad. shitting 24-7. Every challenge involves it. <laughs> this week's challenge is, which tribe can shit the most? Just take a shit in this yeah, bucket. like, look. You're roughing it out here, but you're going to have all the toilet paper you can use. Yeah, that would honestly be a really good um And we're going to watch reward. you do it, because they're perverts. <laughs> I'm Jeff Probst, a known pervert. Uh, no, Jeff's gone. It's the bears. Oh, right. The bears are the perverts. Right, right, right. Um, fucked up. Fucked up. But I guess bears are cheaper than Jeff Probst. It just sucks. It just sucks that every reward in Survivor 42 is going to be toilet paper. 
But I guess you do constantly the Bears use pay to paper. host it. It's much cheaper because the Bears, they love this, and they, they'll pay any okay. amount of money here's, to be able to do it. Here's, I, I know you're a known hater of the Charmin Bears as well. Would you allow for the Charmin Bears to host Survivor and pay to host Survivor if it meant they could change locations? <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, that's actually really tempting. <laughs> But the location, the location would just be like a bathroom. <laughs> like, yeah, the world's largest bathroom. You can come out and host Survivor, and you'll we'll let you host it wherever you want because you're each paying a hundred thousand dollars to host this. Uh, I don't know where these bears got the money, but I guess they do sell a lot of toilet paper. Uh, it's just a fucking shitty bathroom. Yeah, Lisa, like, you said we could now. do it wherever we wanted. It's just like the bathroom at Ponderosa. Guess what the challenges involve? Use your imagination. <laughs> I would hate it. Jeff Probst, never retire, please, because you know those Charmin Bears are trying to get <laughs> They're just more. waiting for the, they're, they're, they're waiting for the chance. We can't let them. We can't give them what they want. If, we, if the Charmin Bears host Survivor, Charmin wins, and we can't have that. We can't allow that to happen. So, Kim says she can't work without eating, and I am 100% on Kim's side in this. If I can't, if I'm not eating, yeah. I'm not working. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, but Kim is like, it's one of those things where, like, I, Kim deserves to be voted off, but I sympathize with her plight because I also wouldn't want to do anything. God. Imagine being on Survivor and having to do something. <laughs> Sounds awful. We've been, uh... I've been talking, one of my cousins has been joking about potentially going on it, and we keep joking with him about it, because within, like, ten minutes, he would be like, is there, like, catering or something? Like, I'm really hungry right now. And he would leave immediately. I am 100% on board with that. Um, Bobby John chops down a tree. James, I think it was James who said, or no, Bobby John who said, winners keep fighting. It's inspiring. Inspiring words from Bobby John, your favorite uh, Southern boy. Yeah, and he did keep fighting. How did that go for him? Well, the tree he chopped down was too big. He couldn't carry it, so he just left and found a new tree. <laughs> Classic Oregon Trail situation. He cut down more than he could carry. Oh my god. Do you know how much... I, I don't think I miss a video game more than Oregon Trail. I mean, you know I can play it literally any time I Trail. want, but... What? I said I love Oregon Trail. Oh, yeah. Do you think that there are... I have to assume somebody is doing this, but I feel like a really easy way to get a big Twitch stream following would be to just always stream Oregon Trail. Yeah, probably. Let's let's Google it. Maybe you have maybe you start out and you're like, we'll have uh, I'll pick X number of people from the chat, and those will be who I name everyone after. Sounds like we'll see how they we'll see how they do. Sounds like a potential Patreon show we could do. Yeah, Jake, cut that out of the episode. Yeah, I, 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 actually, I just found I just found an idea that I can quit my job for. Yeah, uh, that's a really good idea. Okay, so over on Karor, we've been talking about this fucking bathroom challenge for twenty minutes. Uh, Jesse comes back to check the new bathroom. Tom shows him around. Jeff is very impressed with his hosting abilities. Katie says she's very confident they'll win. The hosting shouldn't matter, by the way. It should just be the product. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ian shows them how the shower works. That's that's good, too. Then Jesse and Jeff go over to Oolong, who has written, For a good time, call Jeff Probst on the toilet. Yeah, that should have gotten That's it for really him, good honestly. Shade. Jeff thought it was very funny, and he was right to think it was yeah. funny. I loved how he was like, make sure you get the right number on there. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It was like, absolutely. Uh, Jeff's, been, Jeff's been lashing out, and he's been waiting for somebody to give as good as they get. Yes. So he was, he was on board. He was waiting to get roasted. <laughs> James gives them the tour of the bathroom, and is certain they won, and says to the camera, look at it, it's perfect. I was certain Oolong was winning this. They looked so I good. I would too. They did a really good job. Um, and this was I, You know what I think it was? I think they did comparably good jobs, and I think production was like, the narrative this season is going to be that this team can't fucking win, <laughs> so we're going to keep it going that way. Yeah. I, I, do, I do like when they do challenges like this, like... Uh, like this, or when they had to make like the SOS, I think in Marquesas, where it was like uh, they had to like create something just from what they had in camp, you know, uh, and then somebody would judge them. I get why they've gotten away from it because 
you know, production can interfere, but production can always interfere, so who gives a shit? Bring back challenges like this, Jeff. Uh, so, Karor... Yeah, I'm, I, I would like that. Jeff returns to Karor with the construction crew and the Home Depot. Uh, Tom does a very cool cartwheel. Thomas, can you do a cartwheel? Uh, I haven't tried in a long time. I'm just going to say, yeah. Yeah, do it and, right now. Uh, people are just going to have to believe me. No. Do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just that. Sorry, I got to... Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did oh, it. Oh, wow, good job. That's really cool. Jake, you do you do one now. <sighs> okay, ready? Let me get out of my closet. <sighs> just got to stretch. Did you see that? I did a cartwheel. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good cartwheels. Uh... Then the construction crew comes over and they make them a fucking great shelter. Like, incredible. Like, the best shelter I've ever seen. Better than... This is such bullshit. I hate that they did this. And not only that... This is such a fucking stupid season. <laughs> uh, not only do they give them... A... I'm, enjoy I'm enjoying it, but they really were just like, what if we, uh, what if we fuck with these guys a lot? <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, I am not at all. Honestly, this feels it. like what I would do if I was uh, if I was producing a season of Survivor. I'd be like, come, Look, come on, too Thomas. much gamesmanship. We know if you were to produce a season of Survivor, you would fire Jeff Probst immediately and hire those three Charmin bears, one of whom is a child. <laughs> so that's child labor laws that you have to worry about. Yeah, just it, yeah. Th this whole time, my my anti Sherman Bear stance has been a front, <laughs> so that they can they think they can trust me to produce it, and then I'm like, oh, I would hate it if the Sherman Bears hosted it. It was so <laughs> terrible. Please don't let them host. It. I would hate to see those. Blue All the while, bears. I'm like rubbing my hand. I'm like a I'm like a Yago. Uh, there's a Mac there's a Macbeth movie out right now. I'm like Yago, where I'm do doing constant asides to the audience, going like, ah, yes, <laughs> Jeff Probst thinks I'm his friend. <laughs> But I'm going to stab him in the back. <laughs> you're saying this as a producer to the camera. So you're firing Jeff from <laughs> mid-season. What Jeff doesn't know is that I'm going to fire him and we're going to do the bathroom season. <laughs> they fly the entire cast out to Fiji. And then the fucking Charmin Bears show up halfway through the second day. Look, hey guys. <laughs> Classic swerve. <laughs> So not only does Karor get a uh, great new shelter, the construction crew also gives them two bottles of champagne. Why? <laughs> Why would they do that? It's, uh, they're like, hey guys, want to be fucking great all the time? Congratulations, you're doing really good. Uh, yeah, and then Jeff has the nerve to come over to the other team and be like, you guys just don't seem like you want it that much. <laughs> I did like when they cut over. Be like if Jeff like stabbed one of them and was like, "You're not persevering through this." <laughs> Come on, you're supposed to survive. It's Survivor. You gotta if you want to win Survivor, you gotta overcome adversity, and you just doesn't seem like you guys want it that bad. Oh, do you need something for that puncture wound? Here's some Charmin toilet paper. Thanks to Charmin, some our sponsor. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of not seeing a lot of hustle here. <laughs> People are always complaining about all these stab wounds, but I, I don't see you doing anything about it. Uh, so the Sumo Challenge, it's Sumo at Sea. First time they've ever known Sumo at Sea. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, this was, um, I mean, it's a classic challenge. It's a classic challenge from a classic season of Survivor. First up, it's Tom versus Bobby John. Tom wins. Uh, and then it's Steph versus Jen. Uh, and, and, and Jeff Probst promotes it as East versus West. Do you know where each I would be is remiss from? since, uh, oh, Tom and Bobby John? No, the next two. Uh, Steph and Jen. Jeff said it was East versus West. Uh, are they both from, like, the North? Jen is from California. Steph is from New Jersey. Tom's River, New okay, Jersey. So it, Interesting. It, it was indeed. It was indeed East versus West. Yeah. Uh, I would be remiss uh, if if we didn't mention, because you mentioned Bobby, uh, Bobby John talking about, you know, never giving up, mm -hmm. fighting or whatever. Right. Uh, Tom beat his ass <laughs> both times that they went up against each other. He got the shit beaten out of him. It's really good. Uh, it's really cool. It's, you know, Bobby John is just a millennial who doesn't try it hard like Tom. Yeah, he's too busy. He's too busy looking at his phone instead of doing uh -huh. the challenge. Uh, he, yeah, they gave him the sandbag and he looked down at it like this isn't Twitter. Is there and games then he got on this? Happy John. Yeah, do you have games on your bag? <laughs> then it's Abraham versus. I can't play Wordle on this. Oh God, I, 
I don't want to talk about Wordle. I, I'm so tired of it. I'm a word. I'm a Wordle guy now, Jake. Are you? Yeah, I did it today. What's the word today? Is it the same word for everyone? Today's word. Yes, it is. Hmm. Today's word was gorge. Okay, that's. I thought that would like spark some interest in me, but it it really doesn't. Didn't didn't do it for no. you. I I will tell you. I started out with a very bad strategic move, but then I thought it was funny. Uh, my first guess was pizza, which has two Z's in it, which is an idiotic thing to guess. But you know what? I still got it. I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't care to learn. Well, the listeners will know what I'm talking about. Nobody plays fucking Wordle anymore. Wordle is chuggy. Please email, please uh, tweet at Jake. No. Uh, any, any Wordle related. Do not tweet uh, at me anything. Do not tweet at me at all. DM, Jake's DMs are open. Please contact him about uh, any Wordle related business. I will not respond. He knows, what he, he knows what you're talking about and he loves to listen. Yeah, send me all those green boxes that I guess indicate that you won. Yeah, please send your Wordle score to Jake. Please do not. Ibrahim versus Greg. Greg wins, and that's exciting because I just learned he's from Chicago, Illinois, which is where I live, the Windy City. Mr. Google and Mr. Wind run this place, and they're doing a really good job with the city. And literally, you know what's cool about living in Chicago is uh, constantly being national news. Yeah, because of what a good job everyone's doing. Everybody's doing a great job here in the big All the text city. messages between the mayor and the all the text messages between the mayor and the governor were the mayor's being normal. Yeah. Cool normal mayor. We all love her. Can't wait to vote for her again. Uh, when it's Angie versus Karen, Angie wins. Kobe versus James, Kobe wins. Kim versus Janu, Janu wins. Tom versus Bobby John, Tom wins again. Steph versus Jen again. Uh, Steph wins. Ibrahim versus Greg. Ibrahim wins this one. And Angie versus Karen, and Angie wins and says, we're not going back to immunity. Uh, tribal council. <laughs> that was very funny to me. And then it's James versus Kobe again. And would you have it? Know it? Would you know it? Would you believe it? If I told you that Kobe wins? Kobe. Kobe going back to back. Yeah. Same as it ever was. Uh, can't. Stop, won't stop. Kobe for the win every time. So Karor wins this one also. Thomas, at this point, do you see Oolong winning any immunity challenges going forward? No, I don't. <laughs> it's hard to imagine at this point. So we're about halfway through the pre-merge. How do you feel the rest of the pre-merge is going to go? I think that... Uh... I think that Oolong is going to lose every single... I think they'll win, like, one reward challenge, and then they will lose every single immunity challenge. <laughs> and what, just vote everyone They out? might not even win the reward challenge, though, because this is the thing. Like, they're they're shorthanded, and they're, like... Uh, Karor is living in a fucking palace now. Yeah. Well, what's weird is they do win some, some reward challenges. They just can't get it together for immunity. No. And I feel like they get close sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, just... Just now, yeah, they're they're in a rough spot. Uh, so they go back to Oolong, who has lost the challenge. James one looks like a biblical character. Did you notice that he just had like that big brown garb on? Uh, he had like a potato sack. Yeah, on. Basically, it was very funny. Uh, he says in a talking head, "I can't believe I lost to a homosexual." <laughs> you know what? Like, this is a cancelable or cancelable offense. But I will say. He was about as gracious as you could be while also being homophobic. Yes. So you got to give him that. <laughs> you got to hand like, you it know to what? him. He beat my ass. He may be he may be gay, but he did beat my ass. He says a lot of gay folks are strong, man. They all working out at the gym. <laughs> yeah, it's you know what? Again, a stereotype, kind of offensive, but he is at least being complimentary. Mhm. Perfect. Uh, let's like saying to an Asian person, "Why are you mad? I'm saying you're good at math." Yeah, what? Like, it's a bad thing? I said that other people think you're bad at driving. I said I was saying you're good at it. <laughs> uh, so James targets Kim. No no surprise there. Stephanie is concerned with them taking out another woman. It makes sense. It's always a concern. Let's, um... Let's talk about these wildlife shots, then. Oh, please. Let's do this. We got crab, we got shark, we got bird, we got rat, we got herons, which is just another bird. I d Old news, we've talked about all of we these. We talked about all of them. But it's we also got fish, we got bees. I do like when bees show up. 
Because I was like, oh, yeah. They, I'd love to see it. They've got yeah. bees, too. That's cool. I guess, is there... Hmm. Do you think anywhere there's flowers, there's also bees? Is that fair? I, I'm going to say yes. That's a fair assumption, right? Somebody who knows about nature, uh, get at me. That is a DM I will respond to. Yeah, if you if you know anything about nature, please DM Jake your Wordle score. <laughs> uh, we also got the, uh, the snakes that they hunted. Did you recognize this snake, Thomas? Uh, was it Deshaun? Oh, it was a little callback. That's funny, from Survivor 41, remember? Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Deshaun. Uh, it's actually the Banded Secret, which we have talked about. We have talked uh, about a long time ago. I think like forty different times. Um, I figured since they were kind of the focus of this week's episodes, we could talk about the Banded Secret again because it's been several years. Uh, they're also known as the Yellow-lipped Secret and the Colubrine Secret. I've never. That sounds fake to me. I've never heard that word, seen that word, made up the pronunciation as I read it. Uh, has black and white stripes down its body and a yellow snout. It is taller than it is wide. Isn't that fun? So it's like a, I mean, it's a, it's like a little triangle. You it's know? a snake. I think that's... Aren't all snakes no. that? No. All snakes, except for this one, are perfectly round. So they're, they're as wide as they are tall, except for this guy, who is taller than he is wide. <laughs> These fucking just, like, thick snakes. <laughs> Post-wide snakes. Uh, males are around 40 inches long. Females are near 60 inches long. It has a neurotoxin venom that it uses to prey on eels and small fish. I did watch a video of this thing eating a eel. It was crazy. These snakes, man. Snakes are incredible. You ever see a snake eat a deer? And then just see the deer's body in the it's, snake's belly. Yeah. Snakes, snakes really go for it. You got to give it to mm-hmm. them. They're they they're willing to try some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, whenever I see a snake, I'm like, not me. I'm not doing that. The best is when a snake tries to eat like a big inanimate object. <laughs> it's funny because they're stupid animals. They're dumb. They think they can eat that like tetherball pole, and they can't. They can't. You ever see a snake eat a tennis ball? So stupid. Snake trying to eat a basketball. Like, what do you do? Who do you think you are? Uh, it hunts underwater, but returns to land to digest, rest, and reproduce. I know. I know the reproduction of animals is your favorite part of this show, Thomas. So I will tell you: when a male senses a female, he will chase her. But because females are larger and slower than males, multiple males will intertwine themselves with the female's body. The males then align their bodies with the female and rhythmically contract. <laughs> These snails are fucking freaks, for real. Uh, the, the mass of snakes... Need me a freak like that. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> the mass of snakes... Or several freaks. Yeah. The mass of snakes can remain motionless for days afterwards. And then the eggs are... De- That's me. That's me. Every time it's like, <laughs> take everything out of me. Every time a shoe rips, I gotta let it just relax for two days. Are we gonna say that every episode yeah, now? Yeah, probably, because it's a good phrase. We had some listener feedback about that phrase, <laughs> we got, and it was positive. We, so. All boys got cancelled for the phrase shooting ropes, uh, which is fair. Yeah, it was a small price to pay. The deal that we made was all boys must go to prison, which, fine, I'll serve my sentence, but uh, we get to say that. And you can actually record podcasts from prison now, so... Yeah, which is what we're doing right now. we're doing right now. Uh, The eggs are then deposited in a crevice until they hatch. Okay, so that's a a reminder of the banded sea crate. Uh, Favorite snake. Favorite snake, you think? Actually, probably my favorite snake is the gardener snake, because I think they're really cute. What do you think your favorite snake is? Yeah, those are cute snakes. Cute snakes, number one. Actually, um, there's this one snake that's, like, pink and really small uh, that lives out in the desert. Um, and I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Rosy Boa. That's what it's called. Um, so if they ever, um, if they ever do a Wild West season, maybe we can talk about the Rosy Boa. But, not yet. Uh, okay, so at Tribal Council, Jeff does a really good joke. He says, I saved your seats from last time. Fucking hilarious, Jeffrey. Jeff Savage compilation. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, there are a lot of those uh, on YouTube. I know you've, you've been getting into the YouTube Survivor content recently. Uh, yeah, well, they didn't have the thing that I want, which is uh, a, a video where somebody cut it so that it looks like Jeff is uh, announcing he has been voted off the island when he reads a bunch of Jeff votes, and then it just cuts to him riding away on a jet ski. So if anyone would like to make um, that, I would like to That's really see. good. I, I do think there's a similar video... F- that they used as like a promotional video for a few seasons back. I'll, I'll try to find it today and send it to you. Was it the one where Parvati votes him off? Cause that's not real. That's staged. <laughs> that's not what I'm looking for. Fuck that. It's fake. I need real shit. Jeff's in on the, jo- yeah, Jeff's in on the joke there. Like, I don't want Jeff joking about yeah. it. I want it to look like Jeff got voted off. He can't be in on the joke. You just want Jeff. And that's why the Charmin bears are exactly. hosting the show. Cause <laughs> They would never do that. Watch, watch them. <laughs> First tribal council. They, like, eight people. Yeah, everyone votes as Charmin Bears. They're like, I can't take this. Please get them out of they, here. All eight people from this tribe go in and vote. And then uh, Jeff comes back and is like, I'll tally the votes. And then he tallies 11 votes. And all 11 are for Jeff Probst. And then it's the Charmin Bears for the extra votes. And they take over hosting jobs. Survivor. Survivor. Survivor 42 cast and crew go on strike after Charmin Bear related incidents mount. <laughs> Just like, what could that mean? Uh, Bobby. After controversial Charmin Bear twist. <laughs> Edge of Extinction was nothing before the Charmin Bears took over. <laughs> and every award is you just get to take a shit like, that doesn't seem fair at all the Charmin bears do the jeff talking to the camera thing for survivor 41 but they're they're just talking about like we've got a lot of toilet paper lined up for these guys and i think you know what they'll be doing after every or before every commercial break they're like all right commercial's coming up you know what that means and they look down at your butt <laughs> yeah I know you've been enjoying the show, but you'll have a little time to enjoy the go. (laughs) Bobby John says he thinks he's doing something wrong. Jeff says he wants to get to the bottom of what the problem is with this tribe. (laughs) I love... I don't know. They they fucking suck. That's it. Yeah. What what could the problem be? Could it be that we keep giving these ridiculous rewards (laughs) to the other team? Could that be something? Uh, Jeff asks Stephanie if they are self-sufficient as women or relying on the men. Jeff, it's another reason the Sherman Bears are taking over for you. Can't cancel them for being sexist. Well, Jeff was trying to illustrate that the ladies are doing it for themselves. Oh. For this trial. Jeff's actually a feminist in this situation. Yeah, Jeff's being feminist AF. That's really cool, actually. Uh, so they vote, and Kim is voted out unanimously. She voted for Tennessee Tim Robinson, but, you know, what can you do? I mean, yeah, look, I get that uh, James got his ass beaten uh, in in that. Uh, and you know what was, again, made a point uh, when Jeff asked him about it. was like, yeah, he beat my ass. Yeah. So, uh, But uh, he at least does stuff around camp. And Kim, even after uh, Jeff got eliminated, is still just, like, fucking sitting around. And I admire that. But you're gonna get voted off. Like that's just how that okay, goes. Okay, but in her defense, I admire. In her defense, she hasn't definitely. Eaten I will say, one of my famous, or one of my, one of my famous, one of my favorite early vote outs. I definitely would say for Kim because I admire her commitment to not doing anything. That's good. I think there should be a season of Survivor. We stand. We stand a lazy contestant. <laughs> uh, I think there should be a season of go getters versus lazy people, slackers. Slacker? Yeah, oh Slackers versus Tryhards. Slackers versus Tryhards. That's such a good season idea. Uh, next simulated season, we're going to have to do that. Uh, I mean, that's basically what, like, white-collar, blue-collar, no-collar was, right? Like, the no-collar tribe were the Slackers. Yeah, but we're going to have an actually good cast on our season. Yeah, that's true. I think this is a very fun idea. Uh, but we are uh, not doing that anytime soon because next week we are doing survivor palau episodes five and six what do you expect to happen in these next two episodes thomas i think it's pretty easy to project i expect uh oolong to lose (laughs) and uh i expect i don't know maybe they'll like they're just gonna give um they're gonna give karor like a coke machine (laughs) and uh I don't know. We'll say like like 
Uh, Emeril will cater all of the meals. <laughs> that, was, that was a point where he was big, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Bam. Yeah. Um, okay, that's great. I would love to see that happen. <laughs> Just a full steak dinner. Just because we like you, Tom. We want to give you stuff. They're going to build an Outback Steakhouse on the island that only Karor will be allowed to go yeah. to. Uh, Thomas, if people want to send you their Wordle score, uh, where would they do that? On Twitter.com? Well, first, I would say they're welcome to do it, but I know that Jake would appreciate it more than no, I probably not. send them to Jake first. You can send them to me, too, but make sure that you send them to Jake first, because I don't want him to feel no, left out. No, it's okay. Um, you, can, you can do that. You can do that at Tom Not Tom. We can compare scores. Okay, that's great. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter.com at DYWSLN or on Instagram.com. Feel free to send them to that account, Survivor too. Podcast. Don't send any Wordle content to me. I don't care. I don't have you ever want seen, it. Have you ever seen... You need to make a video. Have you ever seen the video of Ringo Starr? That he put out where he said that he's not signing yeah, anything peace anymore. Peace and love, peace and love. I don't give yeah, a shit about you're gonna Wordle. Be warning them with, you're going to be warning them with peace and love. Do not send your Wordle scores. If it gets sent in, it's getting thrown out. I will delete it. I will block you. Uh, we also have a few shows on Patreon uh, where I think we're probably less combative with the audience. <laughs> you can find those at patreon.com slash justpodcast. I think we just announced a Pope podcast for that. For a million dollars a week. A million dollars a month. Co-hosted by Barack Obama, though. So Yeah, that's the thing. You're gonna get you're gonna get your money's worth on that. That's a good that's a good show. Uh, and that's where we just talk about different popes and what they've done with their lives. Um, Let me be clear, you won't want to miss this one. (laughs) Was Pope John Paul the first murdered? That's a that's an episode of a show called The Popecast, which we looked up before we announced our podcast about popes, which is called. Oh, that's interesting. I thought we were the only pope-related podcast, just like we're the only survivor-related podcast. Seems like it's probably fake. Yeah, yeah, the Popecast is fake. That's, a, that's actually a phishing scam. We're gonna. It's a phishing scam. Don't click on. Actually, the links. everybody, go to. Oh, the Popecast only has a four point nine on. Apple Podcasts. Yes, only a 4.9, a terrible podcast rating. Um, the podcast you're currently listening to has a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, uh, and that's because of great listeners like you, person listening. Uh, what should people write on Apple Podcasts as the boilerplate review if they want to give us five stars, and obviously they do. This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And you know who's included in all the other podcasts? Any other Pope podcast that doesn't exist. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on all the other Pope podcasts that don't exist. Uh, All the reviews they got are from bots. Uh, It's a phishing scam. They're trying to see their credit card information. (laughs) Don't trust the Pope cast. Uh, Here's great news I have for you, Thomas. You know, forever we've been saying, oh, review us on Apple Podcasts. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify doesn't do reviews. Well, guess what? Spotify has reviews now. So please give us five stars on Spotify also. Yes, please. We got to keep this going cross, across all platforms. We are trying to get Barack Obama's attention, and you know how much he loves podcasts that are good. Uh, is there another boilerplate review for the Spotify listeners? Uh... Let, let's just say, uh, I don't. You could say at the end of it, like this will be my most listened to podcast yeah. in Wrapped this yes. year. Yes, that's optional. You don't have to do it, but you can't. You can't. Yeah, you can use the regular boilerplate review for Spotify also, but Apple Podcasts they don't do they don't do Wrapped. Spotify does. So. I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify Wrapped. Maybe you've heard it. <laughs> that's the other thing you can put in there. That's great. All right, next week we'll be back with the next two episodes of Survivor Palau. Uh, one of Jeff Probst's favorite seasons, actually, if you can actually believe it. He just loves to be mean, you know? It, does, it certainly didn't <laughs> seem like it. Jeff loves being mean. He loves being a gamer, so that makes Here's sense. Here's Uh Well, we'll talk to you next week. Until then, have a great summer. We've come to replace your clocks. Old stubborn heads, we are the answer to why. They never had a chance. It's not so long. She, she thought it was very funny uh, when we said shooting ropes, but then she did send all boys to jail for the phrase shooting ropes. That's fair. You know what? That's like, yeah, can't be fair. That. I don't regret doing it, but I'll do my time. Look, no, why would you ever regret shooting ropes? It's fun and good and feels really good. Yeah. You've seen those uh, Spider Man web shooters. Well, I got a web shooter of my own. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a Peter Parker myself. It's <laughs> just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Spider-Man in bed. Uh, one of Spider-Man in bed, but Peter Parker, Parker in the streets. Spider-Man in the sheets. Yeah, you know there's a, yeah, that's really good. Ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite Pope? I mean, easily this one. Mm, mine's probably the young Pope. Okay, yeah. Oh, did you know that um, popes have mottos? Oh damn! What's uh, what's Pope Francis's motto? Uh, lowly but chosen, or literally by having mercy by choosing him. I, I guess in Latin it's mercando etque elegendo. So, uh, yeah. Benedict Pope Benedict was, was uh, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think was the youngest pope of all time? Uh, Jubal. Yeah. Clement the 11th was the There pope. had to have been like a 13-year-old pope <laughs> like 500 years ago. So far, yeah. Popes were fucking wild. Popes were crazy for a while there. They were like fucking all the time. They were doing sins constantly. Hey, and they were like, what? I'm infallible. That's what God wants. <laughs> pope Francis is bringing it back. Pope Clement the 11th was 51 at the start of his reign. Pope Francis, what do you mean Pope Francis is bringing it back? Pope Francis doesn't do any, he's nice. He loves he's sins. Just, like, he's, well, no, he's just like, he's just like a, a, a cool dad. Oh, like, he's Thomas. Not, he's not to, doing sins. I have to, no, but he's encouraging sins, so that's cool. He's just like, he's like a, it's okay if you do it in the house. <laughs> okay, so Pope Leo the 11th was Pope from 1605 to 1605 for 26 yep. days. Do you know how old he was at the beginning and end of his papacy? He was like eight years old, I guarantee it. Uh, try 61 times harder. Oh, okay. He was 60... Was he 69 years old? He was 69 years old at the beginning and end they of They were like, this Pope is too horny. We gotta get him out of here. Stop it. Stop being horny Pope. No horny Popes anymore. Oh my god. Pope Urban the Eighth. Pope Urban the Eighth. No, sorry. Seventh. Was also barely the Pope for only 12 days. Pope Urban Magic Johnson. Guess how old he was? Was he uh, also 69 years old? He was also 69 years old and didn't even make it two weeks as Pope. Yeah, this is. There was a while. It's like the the run of U.S. presidents that all. Um, as a podcast I was listening to described it, there was a point where they either died in office, like the like William Henry Harrison through like Zachary Tyler era of presidents, where they all either died in office or shortly after being president because uh, apparently the water was really gross in Washington, D.C. at the time. And so oh, they, yeah. they, anytime that they talked about them dying, they'd be like, well, it's because they were drinking the poop water. So the popes were also drinking, they're drinking the pope water. And it's <laughs> killing uh, new, new youngest pope from 1513 to 1521, Leo X was 37 when he began his reign. Damn! Yeah. Uh, 45, man. Still the youngest pope even when he uh, retired or died, I don't know. Uh, the, the funniest thing to do as a pope is retire. Just yeah. Like, I don't want to be pope <laughs> like, anymore. I don't feel like this. This is not for me. Stephen the Ninth from 1057 to 1058 was 37 to 38. It's the new youngest president. Um, look, I'm not going to look up my days. Oh, did you say Stephen Tyler? Was this Stephen the guy from Tyler. Uh, pope Stephen Tyler. No, uh, Pope Benedict the Ninth was 35 when he began his term. Sorry, it says here third term, deposed and excommunicated. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, this was happening a lot because we had a lot of very evil popes. <laughs> okay, Pope Benedict the Ninth was also from These popes were wilding out. Italian, second term, deposed at the Council of Sutri. Oh my god, this Benedict the Ninth guy. Holy shit, there we are. Okay, this is it. Pu Pope Benedict the Ninth, his first term was when he was 20 years old, and it lasted yeah, 12 that's not, years. You can't have a 20-year-old be Pope. That's not. <laughs> and then he was followed up by Sylvester III, who was also Italian. Validity of election question considered anti-Pope, deposed by the Council of Sutri, then Benedict the Ninth You can't have a back. Pope where his first decree is like, homework is a sin. <laughs> Homework is a sin, though. I don't think we're going to find anybody younger than 20, though. Ooh. Yeah, 
parents must uh, not uh, sentence their children to bed. Oh, uh, I spoke too bed. soon. Uh, Pope John the Twelfth was eighteen. God damn, barely legal pope. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Such a gross phrase. Yep. <laughs> Smarten up, probes. <laughs>